more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Bavarians is for your man and you too. What did you say? No bolder doctor baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentleman. And now, breaking the seal all over the finer things of life, Greg, Scott, and Dan. Welcome in, everybody. It is us. It is the Unfiltered Gentleman. I am Greg. That is Scott. Right over here. And that is Dan. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> we are over here. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Thanks for drinking with us. Big shout out to our top listening city of last week, which was Ashburn, VA. What's up, Virginia? Wow. Also, a uh, special little shout out to Barcelona. Okay. Oh, they, yeah, you're right. They were not top in the charts, but they were very close. They got like third place, which was uh, very surprising to see that we're going uh, international. Barcelona? Yeah, Barcelona. Sounds like, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to be like Pitbull pretty soon. Call me Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Dale. As he likes to Bartholona. say. Bartholona. That's how they speak with that lisp. Yeah, they got yeah. the little like Portuguese lisp going Correct. on over there. Bartholona, Spain. Yeah. They're yeah, it's Spain interesting. They like their beer That's over the there. Let's do that the whole Like Pau Gasol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they drink a lot of San Miguel over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was in uh, high supply when I was in Spain. So uh, thank you to Ashburn and to Bartholona for uh, checking in, for listening, for downloading. Make sure you've subscribed on whatever podcast app you're using. And also... If you're on the social medias, don't forget to hashtag show us your beers. Uh, we like to see what you're drinking. If you've got a nice yeah. set of cold, tasty cans, mm. don't forget hashtag cans for cans because yep. we love cans. Oh, show. Especially Dan. So. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, March is here. It's time for our annual March Madness, this time Hazy IPA tournament. In honor of that, our burp word of the week is tournament. If you're new to the show, burp word is so that Scott doesn't throw up on the microphone. If anybody attempts to burp on the microphone, it must be as an attempt at that word. So there's that. Uh, all right, we got lots to get to, including some tournament action. We have a voicemail from listener Frankie. Of course, old timey word of the week, beer babe of the week, some sports news to get to, and of course some booze news. But uh, I don't know about you fellas. I think we should start out with some drinking. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for beer of the week. It's time for the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Tournaments call for tournament music. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. None of that uh, acoustic guitar when it comes to sports talk. Mm-hmm. We're sporting it up. It is time for our annual March Madness, this time hazy IPA bracket. Next year, we'll choose a different style of beer. But this is round one. The, the places were decided upon by the listener votes. We had a vote up. People voted on their favorite hazy. That was from the list. And uh, whoever got first and second got a bye week. And I'll get in after we try the first two, I'll get into uh, what the bracket looks like. Uh, so right now, we have two cups in front of us. The gentlemen don't know what is what, just marked A and B. They will be the deciders. If it comes out as a tie, I will be the one to break the tie. So please, if you haven't already, try what's in cup numero A. All right. One gentleman, two cups here. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's least favorite movie in the world. All right. So they're drinking cup A. 
which is the sixth place beer, which I'll tell you in just a couple of few what that is. The way the bracket shapes up, I'll tell you while they're drinking in it, A and and they can move on to B when they're ready. Uh, Damn, that's the sixth place? That's the sixth place. Oh, man, I can't wait. So it's going to be, and, and go ahead and move on to B whenever you're okay. ready. Don't wait for me. I'll, I'll just tell the listeners. It's going to be six versus three. The winner of that faces number two. And then five versus four, the winner of that faces number one. And then the winner of those rounds face each other, and we get a winner. What do you gentlemen think? This is going to be like a buzzer beater. Oh, man, it's going to yeah. come down. Maybe a little overtime, even. Maybe. Any any of you have a anybody out in front at this point, A or B? Oh, man, I don't know. No, I, f- I feel like B... Okay. Yeah, just because I don't know. It's just it, it kind of stays with me a little longer. I think. So Interesting. Like, a little yeah. longer on the on the linger. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it might be a little boozier, but I'm not sure. We'll get to that in a couple of. Okay. Few. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, any? Um, uh, yeah, I was gonna say B as well. A little, little more of a taste to it, but yeah, I will damn agree. Close. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. Go with the bold. It has a little more. I was gonna say boldness to it. Um, I think they have a very similar overall flavor, yeah. but B. Dan is right. Lingers. It's just a little bolder, I think. I think mm-hmm. that's really what, what it comes down to. All right, so we're going with B. B is the winner. Yes. I'll tell you what A is. Coming in at number six, A is Sam Adams New England IPA. Uh, 6.8%, 35 IBUs, a 3.93 on Beer Advocate, and a 3.7 on Untapped. New England finally loses. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is history Taking making. L's all week. Yeah, yeah, history right? making night. I wonder what happened to their owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady must not have made this one. Yeah. Oh. From the brewery, they say, born inside our Nano Brewery in Boston, Sam Adams New England IPA is a medium-bodied hazy brew featuring a big punch of citrus juiciness. The slight sweetness is perfectly balanced by the pineapple and grapefruit hop, hop character without being overly bitter. Clocking in at 6.8% and a low 35 IBUs, the unfiltered IPA provides a burst of fruited hop aroma and leaves drinkers wanting another sip. In comparison, yeah, in comparison to West Coast style IPAs, which have prominent hop bitterness and a light, dry mouthfeel. New England IPAs are generally known for juicy, lusciousness, mouthfeel, and uh, opaque, hazy appearance. And are best enjoyed fresh. Mm. So that's who lost. Oh, and they use Galaxy, Simcoe, Mosaic, Citra, and Cascade hops. That's the loser coming in as the winner who will be moving on to face the, I believe I said second place. Yes, second place next week Ooh. is Modern Times Orderville. Wow. Oh, yeah. Shit. Modern Times moving on in the bracket. Uh, Modern Times Orderville is 7.2%, so you guys were right when you said it was a little bit boozier. Mm. 75 IBUs, which is very high for a hazy. Yeah. 4.13 on Beer Advocate and 3.96 on Untapped. Cool. <laughs> Orderville is an, ing- is an aggressive, fragrant IPA that blends the fruit-forward character of mosaic hops with a resinous stickiness from a melange of dank hops. Oh, we lost some music here. There we go. <laughs> the resulting beer is immensely rad with our unmistake- unmistakable banging aroma and fully oh, saturated shit. hot flavor. <laughs> it's said banging. Yes. <laughs> the cracker dry body keeps the focus squarely on the massive, incredibly delicious hop character, inviting your taste buds to join a drum circle of flavor in a magical forest of hops. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That's uh, so many innuendos in that sentence. Right? All right. All right. So Modern Times goes on to face number two next week. Or excuse me, not next week. Uh, after next week, number two is New Belgium's Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze. So we'll Ooh. have Modern Times versus New Belgium. Next week, round two, 
well, I guess the second game of round one. It'll be number five, Bear Republic's Through the Haze versus number four, Firestone Walker's Mind Haze. Oh, damn. Wow. And that like winner, a barn burner. Yeah. And that winner will move on to face Sierra Nevada's Hazy Little Thing. Oh, my God. Hazy Little Thing coming in at number one in the yeah, tournament. Dude, yeah, Yeah. Got the most votes. Edged out uh, New Belgium by two votes. <laughs> two votes. Really? It was very close. Nice. People, wow. people liking uh, New Belgium. It was funny. Hazy Little Thing was very much out in front. Yeah. And then uh, I, I was in a group on Facebook and said, hey, guys, if you're into Hazy's. And it was people that were across the country. And I guess they know New Belgium a little bit better. And it kind of came up and, and almost took. In fact, it had the lead for a while. And then uh, a couple more hazy little things came in and and uh, stole it back. So, is hazy little thing available on the other side of the world? It is very commonly. That was one of the uh, factors in to choosing oh, okay. these beer. Uh, is that it wouldn't just be us here in yeah, like, the Los Angeles yeah. area going like, oh, we got uh, the fourteen cannons, whatever. <laughs> like yeah. that nobody can get their Take hands that. on. Yeah. So I, it wanted to be something that was somewhat mass produced, and obviously uh, Sam Adams is. Modern Times is probably the least available of the beers we're trying, but uh, they do the, a pretty good job of at least kind of the Western U.S. getting their beer spread out. So hopefully other people can get their hands on it. And uh, if you guys want to do a little taste test and do your own bracket, let us know the results. Uh, but we're always right, so that's true. <laughs> but you can still let us know. That's right. Yeah. We're professionals here. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, these are both really good. Yes, they, they are. are. It's, it was a tough decision. Yeah. It really was. Sorry, eh? Yeah, now that I finally get to drink this. You're right. That I, Sam I'm Adams. not Canadian. I mean, sorry <laughs> to number <laughs> Oh, sorry. A. Sorry, letter A. Space yeah. A. Yeah. Yeah. That Sam Adams does trail off real fast. Yeah. Right. In comparison, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first tasted that one, I'm like, oh, my God, this is delicious. But then when I got to B, I'm like, oh, there's a difference This here. is deliciouser. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, definitely bolder. Sticks around for a while. Uh, I'd say a lot more dankness too. Yeah, it's a yeah, higher yeah, IBU, yeah, a little bit more. Definitely. Yeah, we all know Dan likes that higher That's IBU. Right. Tastes just West Coast. You could taste it. Yeah, it's a West Coast hazy. That's right. They really kind of Biggie and Tupac it. Yep. So, all right, very cool. Moving on, Orderville. Very excited for that. And now we are moving on to some crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. I don't think we have any grievance. At least I don't. Uh, a couple of things to talk about. First of all, Dan and I were doing some major research last week. Big time. We found ourselves at uh, Flatfish Brewing's Resilience IPA tasting where they had seven breweries in the, from our local area plus uh, Sierra Nevada there just oh, yeah. tasting everybody's uh, resilience. Uh, it was at Flatfish. They had uh, Twisted Oak, Rencon, Made West. Uh, who? Oh, my God. I'm drawing blanks now. Red Tandem. Yes. Leashless. Leashless. I think that's everybody. Or close to it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, did you have a favorite of the night? Yeah. I got to say it was Twisted Oak, man. Twisted I, Oak. I have to agree with you, and I don't mean this to sound disparaging to Twisted Oak. I was pleasantly surprised by how good theirs was. Um, I had been there before. They were, they were a different name. This was years and years ago. Um, and I just thought it was fine. I didn't think it was anything special. And I honestly haven't tried it since. Mm-hmm. And that resilience, they did a really good job. Like, I don't know what it was because, yeah. I mean, we're all drinking basically the same beer, give or take a <laughs> couple of things here and there. But yeah, it was really good. And uh, you made some friends. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Shout <laughs> out to uh, Ryan from uh, Twisted Oak there. Mm-hmm. He's letting me... Uh, Man, the uh, the fucking tap. Yeah, you were over oh, at the God. jockey box. Yeah, I was over there. You know, they was like, yeah, oh, go ahead, do my job. He had to leave for a second. <laughs> so, yeah, I was pouring out some beers for some people. And yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, the beard was over there. It was like one for me, 
One for you, <laughs> yeah. Two for me. Mouth all over you. that spigot. Yeah. yeah, I was like all under it. Yeah, Pauly Shore style. <laughs> he was wheezing the juice. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. We ran into uh, James from 805 Brews and uh, just a lot of a lot of beer-loving people. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, how did you get dubbed the uh, Mexican Denzel? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> what was that dude we met from? Uh, he was from, I think it was... Uh, was it vibes? Yeah, uh, one of those beer. Clubs yeah, I can't or remember. Yeah, but uh, I, he was he was pretty cool. He was like talking to us or whatever. But right. he had dubbed himself the Mexican Arnold Schwarzenegger, basically. Cause okay, he was pretty yoked, I yeah. guess. You know, and I was like, well, he had his swell on. Yeah, that's as right. The cool kids say he was. He had his swole on. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I was like, well, hey. You're talking, if I shaved this beard, talking to the Mexican Denzel right here, and I may have had a couple beers when I said that, so, yeah, because I remember coming back home thinking, what the fuck did I just say, man? <laughs> yeah, I got a text message like two hours later, Mexican Denzel, <laughs> question mark, question mark. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, man. Fucking drunk Daniel yeah. strike, strikes again, dude. As you went home and enjoyed your jazz music. Yeah. <laughs> I was, man. Digging this jazz, man. Yeah, watching Devil in a Blue Dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a really fun night though. Yeah, it was a lot of beers, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of fun. I had some, uh, so I had something off the truck. Actually, they had a food truck there. Oh they had yeah, the, uh, the badass burgers, the baby's badass burgers. Yeah, how was? I didn't eat anything. There. It was delicious. It was life saving. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I filled up on the foods before I got there, so oh, okay, I was good to go. But yeah, you, uh, you definitely, on. you needed a little food. But I time. did, man. You'd only been there what fifteen minutes when I got there? Ten, fifteen minutes? <laughs> yeah, felt like half an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty sure you were pretty hydrated. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I hadn't had a beer in a while actually. So <laughs> when I got there, like I was, you know, drinking. I think by like. You know, taster four or something like that. I was right. like, "Oh no, I'm getting <laughs> a little tipsy here." Oh man, and that's what there he it re- is. <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, you want to man the station?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> Do you want me to? <laughs> yeah, it was funny. You know, they gave out tickets. Like, you got one ticket for each taster, so it was seven breweries. You got seven tickets. And uh, the other night, I, the lady friend wore the jacket that I was wearing that night. And she reaches in, she's like, "What the hell is this?" And she pulls out what was like six tickets. <laughs> Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, uh, A, they weren't really caring about the tickets, yeah. and B, uh, Twisted Oak was just hooking it up. They were. <laughs> yeah, we were just putting our face under yeah. and, and going to town. Yeah, so. I also did like Red Tandem, too, though, but uh, Twisted Oak, I think, has to take the win. Yeah, Red Tandem like accidentally made theirs too uh, strong. It was like oh, okay. seven point something. Oh, really? So, if, yeah, if you're oh, looking for something. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that has something to do with it. Probably, uh, but yeah, but yeah, it was really really fun. Uh, it was fun trying all this basically same beer from different people back to back. Oh, show it was all nerdy. It's really interesting too how it's like pretty much it was the same recipe, but it just tasted different brewed by everyone else. Just the way that you know that how much water you add to it, right? Yeah, how long you type of water yeah. and and all that it's good the stuff. The heat in brewing it or something. I don't know. They were kind of explaining it to me, but I was getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's different water profiles. Uh, you know, some people sparge and don't sparge, and some people stir it and don't stir it. You know, maybe somebody didn't quite follow the hop schedule quite right. There's so many factors, and uh, I know that uh, uh, Sierra Nevada was not giving out yeast. It was like use your house yeast, so mm-hmm. the yeast might be slightly different. And and Red Tandem definitely was way too efficient and uh, yeah. <laughs> made basically a double resilience. So good yeah. stuff. Yeah. It was- Excuse me as I burp. It was fun. Uh, and speaking of tastings, I got to go get my hands on some Pliny the Younger. 
Ooh. Yeah. Ladyface, which is a brewery out here, also has a bunch of guest taps. And they have a really nice relationship with Russian River. And they always get it like once a year when, when Younger's released. Cool. And they got it, and I was working that day. I couldn't make it <laughs> over. And so later that week, we in fact, that following Sunday, I was out to brunch with some friends for someone's <laughs> birthday. And she goes, oh, shit. I was like, what? Ladyface just tapped another Younger. Get in the car. And she like chased down the waiter where we were. <laughs> oh, really? And was like, we need the check immediately. <laughs> and like came back with the cards before he even came with the check. And she's like, hurry up. <laughs> and we rushed to Lady. In fact, it was uh, Deb and Brian, our friends Deb and Brian. Oh, okay. And so Brian had not had any uh, cocktails at breakfast. Unlike the rest of us, and Loser. drove us, yeah, drove us over to Ladyface, and we we got our hands on some of the younger and some of the other uh, Russian River beers. So that was cool, very nice. Yeah, anybody else? Any grievances? Any uh, beer research or anything? No, I can't say I did any. Glad mm, to hear it. I mean, no. glad to hear there's no grievances. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, people just irritate the fuck out of me. Oh, so here I can we go, go all night. But yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> it's because you're a cranky old man. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's probably, most of it. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> all right. Well, if that's the case, we'll move on. All right. We received a voicemail oh. from listener Frankie. A quick reminder: a few weeks ago, I talked about the horrendous holiday party I had to go to in the middle of February. <laughs> this is uh, in response to that. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? Uh, this is FrankieG1990 on Instagram. Easy for Scott to remember. Uh, you know, I <laughs> felt bad for you guys talking about your beer pong party or your, your wife's party. And I just want to let you know the way we play is you bring whatever you like to drink, IPA. You know, take some sips. You know, you don't have to drink every cup. But play with good beer. Right now, I'm drinking Piney the Outer, and we're playing beer pong. So you guys have a good night, and let's play beer pong right. That is some expensive beer pong. Yeah. Indeed. Pliny pong. Right. Good Lord. I think we had uh, agreed one time that it's good to have a nice, good satellite beer. Yes. Yeah. That's what I usually do. Mm -hmm. I'll have a whatever I want to drink in my hand, and then all the shitty beer on the table. Right. And I basically have to chase the shitty beer with the good beer in right. my hand. I think we've kind of graduated to the point, though, where at least like the shitty beer, air quotes, is probably at this point 805 or something like that where it's like yeah. not shitty beer right. but it's at this point beer pong beer. Right. Yeah, it's uh, that's the way to go. Mm -hmm. I remember back in the day like I was at college parties and would run out of beer and we played margarita pong. It was like whatever you could find <laughs> pong. Dude. We played margarita pong. The worst was one time we played Jaeger pong. Oh, oh see I played Belvedere pong one time too. <laughs> I was like, oh, that man. is not smart, dude. <laughs> no. Stupid. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's that's college years. That's that when was, you're young, dumb. Let me tell you something. You didn't want to drink. You were no. like, oh, no. I'm oh, done, no. man. <laughs> that was some motivation. It was good. It was yeah. a good, like, Let me tell you something. It was like, you know, when you play beer pong, it's like, all right, I don't want to drink. I'm thirsty, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're, that you're good one, at the first couple cups. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's fine. Please get a minute. Yeah. This one was like game seven NBA finals <laughs> down two with... Well, 10 seconds to go yeah. that last thing i was like come on come on like, <laughs> yeah drink that shit oh you're my plugging God. out the spoon oh you're swatting the balance you're like i don't want to drink anything get the sauce out for my partner who's all passed out <laughs> <laughs> it was rough man yeah well i like frankie's idea playing with players. oh yeah i do too i don't think i have that kind of scratch laying around but uh right let's go to frankie's house yeah, yeah no kidding yeah, next that, holiday uh, i'm going to frankie's yeah we're we gonna play some beer pong beer there. to throw around over there apparently yeah we need, we, I kind of like the pattern that from the the, the voicemails, uh -huh. and I just kind of want to say, hey guys, tell us like maybe your worst or best holiday party. 
get some holiday party oh, stories yeah. going on, oh, even yeah. if it's not the holidays. But yeah, there was the party. I, I mean, the holiday party I went to wasn't near the holidays. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Yeah, or you got some uh, good beer pong yeah. stories. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, what it, just could you be living the life? Yeah, Man, it doesn't have a horrible shit story like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what alcohol have you used in place of beer when you ran out? That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, because I'm sure everyone's got one of those like horrible it stories. Yeah, it's you like, can't make a beer run out after a while. A couple yeah. of games deep, you're like, oh, we're stuck here. It's like, well, I got vodka and orange juice. <laughs> here you go, <laughs> screwdriver pong. It is. Oh my god. <laughs> no, that sounds awful. Uh, anyways, thanks, Frank, you for calling in. If you guys want to call and leave a voicemail, 805-538-BEER-2337 is the number of call. In fact, Vin has it right. It's 805-538-BEER. Thanks, Vin. Uh, all right, old-timey word of the week, ace of spades. Ace of spades, which apparently back in the day meant a widow. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, if you lost your husband, you're an ace of spades. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Seems kind of wrong. Right. Uh, All right. Beer Babe of the Week. There's nothing better than a babe with craft beer. It's time for Beer Babe of the Week. It is time for Beer Babe of the Week. And this week, our Beer Babe is Mandy. And you can follow her on the Instagrams at all one word, no spaces, none of that shit. IPA Bay. So I-P-A-B-A-E. That's the, thing, that's the first person that's used bay in their right? tag so far. I-P-A bay. Yeah. And it kind of rhymes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, she's drinking La Fin du Monde, which is what Brian brought over to the, uh, the New Year's party. Yeah. So keeping it funky with La Fin du Monde. <laughs> Follow Mandy at I-P-A bay on the Instagrams, and Dan will tell you you won't be sorry. Oh, show. Mm-hmm. All right. We have uh, a little bit of sports to get to before we get to booze news yeah let's sport it up and now the sports brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com whether it's the baltimore chop or the one-two punch it's time for sports well i think nike is over with (laughs) as a shoe company right yeah uh Dan, were you watching the game? I heard about it. I, I think maybe we kind of saw a little bit of it. Oh, actually. we were. That was actually the same night as the IPA. It was. Is the resilience. Right. You're uh-huh. right. Zion Blue is a sneaker out. That's right. <laughs> yes. They they did say though. I heard like I think it was on NBA uh, the TNT NBA on TNT or whatever the, inside the NBA crew. Yeah. They were saying that uh, Zion I guess had been wearing the same pair of sneakers like the whole season so far. Oh really? Yeah, and that's why they pretty much blew out. But maybe that's like a Nike cover up story. They did look kinda old. Yeah. When he was playing, so who knows? That's the PR spin. Right. He's been using these all year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he blew right through those things. It was crazy. That was crazy. It, it was like watching Benny Rodriguez like bust the guts out of the ball in, in, <laughs> in the sandlot. It was like it's an omen, dude. Yeah. Well this begs the question, like, should People that are, you know, Zion level, the Kobe's and, and those people, should they even fuck with college? Or are they putting their careers in jeopardy? Well, my argument is, um, number one, you don't even have to know how to play basketball anymore to be in the NBA. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's you know? true. <laughs> Just learn how to travel, get those fouls, and you you get MVP in no time. Grow yeah. a beard, you're ready to go. <laughs> um Number two. You're almost there. <laughs> I know, right? I can travel pretty well. Yeah. Um, number two, um, they. It's, to me, I feel like you go to college so that you can prepare to get the job that you want for your career, right? But if they're, like, say Zion, 
Right. The guy's a freaking monster. Like I, I knew he was going to take the college world by storm. Sure. He needs to be in the NBA. Like there's no excuse for him wasting his time in Duke, honestly. Well, in, in every game he plays in college is the chance that he does something major and doesn't make an income in the NBA. Right. And people are like, oh, he should learn. He should go to college. Like, no, 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 no. Go to the NBA, mm-hmm. make a kajillion dollars, and look, you want to go to college after you're done? Go back to college and get right. a degree. Who cares? Yeah. You know, plenty of players came into the – like. but it's like those once-in-a-generation players that come in, and, and he is obviously going to be one of those, I think, where it's, you know, it was LeBron, it was Kobe, it was Kevin Garnett. Like, yeah. those kind of players. We're not talking about Kwame Browns of the world or <laughs> – you Lonzo know, Ball. Yeah, well, he came. Uh, he was college too, but yeah. like you know, like those kind of players where they just kind of came into high school. He came out from high school and they didn't amount to anything. Yeah, right. but Kwame Brown made money too, so that's another thing. It's like, well, what the fuck? Like they're still getting paid. Yeah, cool. oh, yeah, that's for he, sure. He yeah. made his money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going uh, early with the Lakers there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of blowing, Robert Kraft. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Got busted last week at a massage parlor in Florida. We don't need to go into the deep details. I'm sure everybody's heard him by now. But mm. uh, is this the the end of the Patriots? What's going on here? <laughs> Probably not. I no. doubt it. I imagine the league is is already getting people to stop talking about it by saying there was some other bigger deal going on there or something. So people are saying, well, we can't even laugh about this anymore. I'm like, sure you can. What do you mean you can't laugh yeah, about right? this? You're going to take the chuckle out of my belly? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to laugh about this all I want. So. Well. Yeah, and uh, Robert Kraft, like Mr. Goody Goody of the NFL, and it's it's yeah. just it's hilarious. It is. It's hilarious. Laugh at this. Yeah, uh, they're cheaters. They, they are. They cheat to win. They deflate. They deflate balls. They're they, sexual deviants. They are sexual deviants. <laughs> and I just I want to see uh, what Goodell has to say about this. I haven't I haven't seen him speak on it yet. Maybe I missed it. But maybe he got arrested too. Probably. Might <laughs> have been with him. Probably. Yeah. Have you guys seen like all the people going to the the establishment and just taking selfies outside? No. no. It's become like a tourist trap in Florida already. It's been like a week <laughs> wow. and a half. People are stopping by taking pictures. One dude took a picture, like took a selfie naked <laughs> in front of the building. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. So, uh, good job, Robert Kraft. The Lakers say they're going to fire Luke Walton after this. Well, they, they said that. Well, they didn't. Say they didn't publish. Everyone is saying oh, okay. that the Lakers are will be firing Luke Walton. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you've been watching them, like I kind of feel like you know, and I hate to kind of agree with it a little bit, only because it kind of feeds into the idea that LeBron is a coach killer. But if you watch the team, but he is. If you watch the team, they. Uh, I mean, it, there's got to be a limit on something. Like, I wrote an article myself where it was called Three Nuff, mm-hmm. where I was basically saying everybody's got to stop shooting threes. And I think the problem I was having was watching the Lakers. And there was one game they had a couple weeks ago, maybe been a month ago now, where they shot, like, 43 pointers, making only, like, 10 of them. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing, man? Like, <laughs> how many times are you going to have to, you know, piss on the toilet seat where you pick it up and say, okay, this, I've been doing it wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get what they're doing. Like, if you're the, and, and that's what I'm, like, then the, the reporters ask so stupid questions. They're always like, how did it feel? Do you guys, are there any, like, you guys feel bad? Like, you can come back from this? Like, shut up. Like, I want right. to know. When you guys shoot 43-pointers in a game, is Luke Walton saying don't do that? Or is he saying, well, you just got to knock them down? Like, that's my question. Like, somebody's got to say we are mediocre from three and we need to knock it off. And I don't feel like he's doing that. 
Yeah, and he comes from a team where that's yes. all they did was put up threes. Yes. And he's tried to institute a few things with the Lakers that worked with the Warriors <laughs> that will not work with the Lakers. Exactly. And I hate that LeBron's a coach killer, and I really think that LeBron's the big cancer on this team. Well. But uh, I don't know that Luke is ready for the big time. Yet. No, I don't think so either. Because it's funny, if you look at what I've written – it's like I've been watching the team and I'm like trying to like tell Luke how to fix the team mm-hmm. because I didn't know when it was think big talking about like, you know, stop playing small ball and putting LeBron at center and instead maybe try putting him at point guard. Always put a center in the in the lineup like, yeah, because we're getting killed on the boards, too. Yeah, it's like it's it's not that hard, I don't think. And he just can't figure it out. So doesn't seem like it. Right. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's that hard. Right. It, it's kind of what I heard somebody else. And I, I know for the people that are not Laker fans, they're turning this off yeah it's kind of like somebody else actually said that today is why not i mean what 30 years ago they had a 6-9 point guard that yes know, brought the team to a championship right why not make lebron a point guard or yeah at least the playmaker because and that's yeah. the thing that's our another argument i hear is people say you can't get it done with this lineup because there's not enough shooters magic johnson didn't have like snipers all over the place he got it done you know what i mean like it can be done you just got to play differently you yeah. need somebody with a sky hook on the team. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah, it helped to have the, uh, the all-time leading scorer on the team. Yeah, so yeah. You also need the six-nine point guard to pass the ball. No. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean a little more uh, often. Yeah, because he is shooting about like what six threes a game too. Because they're they're all falling victim to this. It's ridiculous. It's just yeah. laziness to me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Well, I, and we'll end it with this. I think Scott said it best earlier. He was talking about Scottie Pippen had a camera oh, yeah, put in yeah. his face and. They asked him what would be different if Phil Jackson was coaching the team, and he said, well, they'd have a ring this year. I don't agree with that, but I do think things could be better. Yeah. So. Like I said, the last that was the last time a good coach did something was when Andrew Bynum threw up a three, and <laughs> Phil Jackson said, what the fuck are you doing? And he yanked his ass. I remember that. Do you guys remember that? I remember him trying to throw up a three. Yeah. yeah. And then Phil Jackson yanked him. And then I think like if. Was that and, before or after he like punched J.J. Redick and then like threw his jersey oh, off? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you think he punched it was uh, Berea. Berea. That little troll. Yeah, yeah. That's when they were losing by like 40 points yeah. in a yeah. playoff game to the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know. It was at some point. but Why I do, do I remember that? <laughs> but anyways, like I think if Andrew Bynum did that today, there'd be no penalty. But no. hey, next time, Andrew, you'll get it next right, time. Right, yeah. Keep Jesus. working on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Basketball's dead. <laughs> I agree. James Commish. James Harden has killed it. Yeah, that's right. Commissioner Dan. And uh, finally, bad news for us Dodger fans. Kershaw may not be starting the season. He's still having issues with his shoulder and trying to work through those. What did he like? Strain his shoulder signing that new contract that he signed? I think so. Year? It was a big contract. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Well, he's way overpaid. Oh, I think the bigger the contract, the bigger the paper they put it Apparently, on. Apparently, yeah. Maybe the pin was like bigger and heavier. And yeah, it was like a block long. Yeah. And you got to get a big old sharpie. Everyone got paid it. for losing. Yeah, I guess. Funny how that works. It's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. That, that's sports these days. I think days. Luke Walton's going to go sign with the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. <laughs> he can sit out and have all his back injuries with the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So. All right, we'll move on to a little bit of booze news. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. AB InBev is at it again. They're acquiring someone else now. Uh-oh. But it's not beer. AB InBev is going to acquire Cutwater Spirits. Have you guys ever heard of Cutwater Spirits? No. It was founded by, I'm going to fuck up these names, Yusuf Cherney. Nailed it. Earl Kite. Yep. Jim Buechler. 
Right on. And uh, a little bit of uh, money from Jack White. Well done. I don't know if that's the Jack White. You missed up the Jack White. Mm, I might have. Yeah. You may know these names because they are also the founders of Ballast Point. Oh, there you go. Now it's all starting to make sense. So Ballast Point bought out for a billion dollars a few years ago. They were allowed to keep the uh, distilled spirit side of the operation. Constellation Brands didn't want anything to do with it. Billion dollars just for the beer. And now Budweiser is buying out their spirits. You got all the names right, except uh, it was actually Jack White. Oh, sorry, White. Yeah. Yeah. White. Similar to Wheat. <laughs> Will Wheaton. Yeah. So uh, numbers have not been disclosed, but good Lord, it must be nice to uh, be so in demand that first you sell your brewery for a billion dollars, and now you're spilling your, selling your spirits for wow. for who knows how much. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. So He's got to own something people want. Apparently. Right. Maybe it's in his pants. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Some uh, brothel in Florida. So I don't, who knows? Yeah, it's a massage parlor. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, um, weed killer. The weed killer Roundup has been found in some beer. A new report uh, by the Public Interest Advocacy Group reveals that tests of five wines and fifteen beers, including organic ones, found traces of the controversial weed killer glycerin in nineteen <laughs> of the twenty. Uh, of the the ones that were put on this chart, the most weed killer in a beer, Sing Tao. Oh yeah, we think we've all had some Sing Tao. Yeah, we had no some sushi. Sushi uh, amounts killed my weeds. Yeah, amounts per billion. They have forty nine point seven. Followed closely in second. Well, not super closely. In second place, Coors Light at thirty one point one. Miller Light twenty nine point eight. Budweiser. May not have corn syrup, but apparently has Roundup. <laughs> 27 parts <laughs> per billion. Uh, <laughs> followed by Corona Extra, Heineken, Guinness Draft, Stella Artois, Ace Perry Hard Cider. That's not beer. Uh, then coming in towards the end, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale oh. at 11.8 parts per billion. Oh, man. New Belgium Fat Tire Amber Ale, 11.2 oh, parts per billion. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Sam Adams, New England IPA. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Oh, sorry, guys. Oh, shit. 11 parts per billion. Oh, man. Stella Artois Cidre, 9.1. Uh, Sam Smith Organic Lager, 5.7. <laughs> and then at zero is Peak Organic IPA, which you can pick up at Trader Joe's. Uh, and then Peak went on this whole like PR thing. Like, look how great we are. We have... No weed killer in our beer. <laughs> so I it's bet. yeah, it's getting in there from uh, the grains and, and being grown by oh, okay. those characters. I thought he, somebody like was trying to make some weed beer and they say, no, you can't make that. And they go, okay, well, I'll kill it then. <laughs> it could that's, be a genius move. You drink the beer and then go outside and piss on your weeds. <laughs> oh, that's true. A little two for one there action. You go. There you go. Yeah. Let's go, let's go outside and yeah, so we get rid of some, some weeds. weeds here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Heineken U.S. is, quote-unquote, restructuring. They uh, laid off 15% of their workforce. Uh-oh. Not looking good for Heineken Uh-oh. employees. Wow. Sorry to hear that. Mm. They've been around a while. They have been. Hands off there, Heine. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had to. A uh, class action lawsuit filed against Molson Coors. Molson Coors is facing a class action lawsuit for overstating its net income by nearly... $400 million in 2016. Wow. In an SEC filing last week, Molson Coors blamed accounting errors (laughs) with inflating its net income 
to totals and uh, understanding its tax liabilities in 2016. Additional accounting errors in 2017 led to overstating tax expenses as well as understated net income and deferred tax liability. The lawsuit claims that Molson Coors, whose flagship products include Miller Lite and Coors Light, as well as CEO Mark Hunter and CFO Tracy Jovert engaged in a scheme to deceive investors by knowingly or deliberately disregarding the company's financial statement, contained errors, and misleading statements. $400 million. Yeah. Accounting errors. What, Rothstein forget to carry the one? What the hell's going <laughs> yeah, on here? Man. They forget a couple decimal points or something? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I think that year was when the calculators was not in the budget. I guess so. Yeah, yeah they're hiring children with yes. abacus. There you go, kids. <laughs> yeah. That was ridiculous. Uh, good news. You know, we talked a little bit about this, but now we have some uh, numbers. Dry January, as we said, did not affect the beer industry. In fact, uh, shipments or, or beer sales were up in January. And according to this, beer shipments grew um, by more than 12.3 million barrels. Excuse me, they shipped more than 12.3 million barrels in January, which was up 1.2% over the same period Boom. last year. Uh, January 29 shipment numbers come up against uh, easy comps of shipments in January 2018 declined 5.6% to about 12.2 million barrels from the nearly 12.9 the year prior. Chief economist Michael Urich for the uh, brewers industry noted some of the growth was due to suppliers such as Boston Beer Company, Sam Adams, building investors uh, of offering, excuse me, building inventories of offerings such as hard seltzers in advance uh, to demand during the spring and summer months. But uh, so good news. Sorry, Jose. Still <laughs> not working. Nope. Uh, and finally, beer category health initiative jeopardized by Bud Light's corn syrup ads. Oh, boy. Oh. So we've all seen the corn syrup Super Bowl ads. Have we ever? Yes. Apparently, there was going to be a huge conference with like Budweiser and Miller and like all the big beers. All the heads of the family. Yeah. You know, give them an offer they couldn't refuse. <laughs> right. Um, and they were going to get together and kind of like try and strengthen the beer industry. It was announced last September during the National Beer Wholesalers Association annual convention. The quote-unquote beer growth initiative was hailed by the industry's three major trade organizations, the NBWA, Beer Institute, and Brewers Association, as a way to reverse beer's loss of market uh, share to wine and spirits. Over the last two decades, the beer industry has ceded more than 11 billion servings to wine and spirits. I'd like to say we're helping with that. Speaking to Brewbound, uh, where I got this article, Miller Coors Vice President of Communications said partic uh, participating in the beer growth initiative while AB runs ads denigrating common ingredients used throughout the category would be a, quote, waste of time and money. Way to go, Budweiser. No kidding. <laughs> You've pissed off all your friends. I know, right? That's <laughs> really what it comes down to. Uh, it's like, uh, I don't know, it's Godfather. It's like someone's shot Sonny over there. <laughs> Or, or Kyle. <laughs> saying, no, or we Kenny, need a Kenny. meeting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Budweiser says that they still plan to go forth, but I think they'll be the only ones at the table. Yeah. So, good job, Budweiser. <laughs> Keep using that rice instead of corn syrup. I know, right? That's the best part. All the other ones have to do is go, yeah, but they use rice. Yeah. Because yeah, who wants rice in yeah. their beer? Throw a little Roundup in there, and you gotta get, oh, you're good to go. It seems like they threw a lot of Roundup in there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I'm just going to start buying Roundup. Mm-hmm. Start drinking that. Yeah. Just straight up. You're straight, straight up. Bang. Yeah. Probably cheaper than Bud. Well, no. Bud Light's probably cheaper. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, probably true. That's probably true. So, uh, all right. That's everything from us. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. You can find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com on the in on the Instagrams and the social medias at the Unfiltered Gentleman, except for Twitter at Unfiltered Gents. 
Leave a voicemail like Frankie, Frankie G1990, 805 538 Beer 2337. Come back around next week where we will have game two of the first round of the March Madness Hazy IPA Tournament. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to email us at theunfilteredgentleman at gmail.com. I think that's everything. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in and all that good stuff. And I hope in between games you're all staying hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.